0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Boldly go where no one has gone before. And Engage. Current Enterprise, Enterprise. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Captain
0: Catherine Janeway.
1: Captain Sisko. This is Captain Jonathan Archer. Great alert. Photon torpedoes, fire. The
0: official Star Trek podcast. Engage. Engage. Make it so. With your host,
1: Jordan Hoffman. That, sir, is illogical. And make sure that history never forgets. This
0: is Engage. Shailing frequencies open, sir.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. I'm Brian the Engineer, and this week I'll be filling in for Jordan, who was away on the Star Trek cruise, and for our uh, guest host Matt Patches of Thrillist, who was with us last week. Um, He had a baby this week, so congratulations to him, and uh, hopefully he'll be back with us next week. Before we get into the episode, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, a rumor I read today uh, about a potential Viacom and CBS merger. It's it's interesting because, uh, as you know, Viacom is the parent company of Paramount who owns the Star Trek film rights, and CBS obviously owns the TV rights. Uh, it's not as, as earth-shattering as the Disney-Fox merger. Um, I don't know what this could mean in the future. Uh, we obviously already have a second season of Discovery Confirmed, and we have, in the film world, we have the potential Tarantino movie, which is, I think, still just a rumor. I don't think it's really official, it's still being toyed around with. But uh, it, it'll be nice to see some potential synergy in the future. I remember as uh, when CBS Radio was sold off from CBS, uh, my former company, um, that they had done so in in hopes to uh, kind of make a splash in the film industry and and start uh, you know producing their own films. Uh, this seems. Like, it makes a lot of sense to, to kind of get around that. So, uh, for now, just a rumor, but something to keep an eye on, you know, in the future. So, getting into the episode, uh, this is number 111, uh, The Wolf Inside. Um, earlier on, we we're, were given a uh, kind of an unofficial captain's log by Burnham, kind of uh, summing up our, her experiences in, the, in this universe and playing this role. Um, I know some fans have kind of complained that that's something that's been missing from the show, and it's nice to see that kind of return. And um, during this, this Captain's Log, we're introduced to one of the main points of uh, this episode, is, is that there are a lot of mirror versions of all the characters we know and love. Uh, we're first introduced to Saru, uh, who is Burnham's kind of like manservant. Um, he, it's interesting that he doesn't have a name, and uh, you know, shortly Burnham decides to give him the name of Saru in honor of her friend. I, I kind of wondered if um, if that if if he did have a name previously and he realizes how does how does she know my name now um, and I wonder if that'll come back into play later on in the future um, it could give her the ally she needs on the ship uh, in light of the events later in the episode Saru as a slave also kind of sets the stage for us to see Spock working for the Empire in the original. Mirror Universe episode. Um, he's the, this is the first alien we've seen work, working on one of the uh, the Terran ships. The other Mirrorverse characters we saw were, were with the Rebels. Um, you know, in addition to the, seeing these characters, we also saw some updated uh, looks for the Andorians and Tellarites. Um The Andorians look fairly similar to how they did in Enterprise. The Tellarites seemed to be a decent upgrade, although I don't think any of them spoke. Maybe an Andorian spoke, but uh, and it was like a background character, but that's about it. So the important characters here are the mirror versions of Vok and Sarek. Um, very surprised to see Vok uh, return, and, and him being the leader is uh, very interesting. Then we see Sarek with the beard, of course, uh, which I thought was a nice touch, which is very reminiscent of bearded Spock from the TOS Mirror episode, the kind of origin point, the, uh, the now classic evil beard trope. From here, we finally get official confirmation that Tyler equals Vok. Uh, it's been very heavily rumored. Uh, Very heavily implied, but now we've actually seen Tyler say it. Um, I really like the timing of this reveal um, and and seeing Tyler's uh, PTSD go into overdrive at the sight of Vok. um, It adds a great layer of the danger to the situation. So now not only does Burnham have to contend with being stranded in uh, another universe, she has to play uh, an evil version of herself. Now she has lost her tether, quote-unquote, which is the the one thing kind of keeping her sane in this universe playing this role. Um, so the, the Tether comments are interesting as it, it kind of added some some meaning. You know, earlier in the episode, Tyler says it, and it seems like they're talking about their relationship and dealing with them being stranded in the universe, but it takes on additional meaning as, uh, you know, Burnham was being, was the only thing that keeping the Tyler personality tied to Vok. As we saw earlier, attempts in the Captain's life are uh, punishable by death, which also leads us to a very clever way of Burnham getting the information from the Shenzhou uh, back to the Discovery. By uh, giving Tyler a gut punch and then kind of stuffing some disc in his pocket. So uh, Saru can now come in and save Tyler and lock him up and get the information they need on the Defiant, which is one of their only ways home. So um, this leaves uh, Burnham more alone than ever. Um, Obviously Lorca is still there, but he's not as accessible as Tyler was to her. And I kind of wonder if... As I mentioned, if Saru will become more involved in the story moving forward, and he'll become more of an ally to Burnham and uh, and, and Lorca, Lorca's response post Tyler equals Vok is very interesting. He doesn't seem to want to leave. It kind of lends to the theory that the Lorca we've been with the entire time is the Mirror Lorca, and that he he does have some other plans, and it, it could be that he wants to know the crack of the Emperor. Um, seeing who the Emperor is later on, which I'll get to, also adds to that theory, but it's it's still unclear as to why he wants to sit around and endure that all this punishment and for what gain. Um he hides it behind the the fact that like, well what if Saru can't figure this out? What if the Defiant isn't the answer? Um and you know, maybe he's right or maybe he's he still has some ulterior motives. Um the other option that we have of getting out of the universe is Stamets. We now see that Tilly wants to tr- attempt to, to treat Stamets with spores, um, which I think makes a lot of sense. It, clearly the, uh, the, the, the doctors who we have not even seen are not doing anything for him, so it uh, it's absolutely seems like it's worth a shot. Ultimately this leads to Stamets meeting his mirror self in the mycelial forest, which makes me very curious to see where this will uh, lead. Is it a backup solution to getting the Discovery into their own universe? Or is it a way of seeing what the Mirror Discovery is up to in the regular universe? I would love to see the actual Captain Killy. And uh, I think there are some other characters we haven't seen Mirror versions of yet. Um, I believe the showrunners were playing a little coy about it not being uh, the last we've seen of Dr. Colbert after his death last week. And I, I don't really think that seeing his dead body in this episode counts towards that. The final stinger comes in the form of Mirror Georgiou, as I mentioned before. She is the Emperor, and uh, hats off to Jordan for uh, suggesting this last week. Very good guess, and uh, she looked incredibly badass. And she kind of comes in with a bang. Uh, earlier in the episode, Burnham was given a mission to destroy this rebel base, and uh, she she kind of takes it on. on t- takes a different route than was told, and the Emperor isn't too happy about that. So we see the Emperor uh, kind of speed in. And then just blow up the planet and then kind of contact Burnham and kind of scold her for, for not doing exactly as she was told. So where does this kind of leave us moving forward? Um, I, I've said in the past that I, I don't see the, the cast staying intact beyond this season. Uh, I think we obviously will see Burnham, Tilly, and Saru. But Lorca, Tyler, and Stamets are all uh, big questions to me. I guess it all depends on where this they want Season 2 to go. But I can see exit strategies for all three of of those characters there. Does Season 2 continue in the Mirror Universe? Uh, Do do they get home that easily? Um, If that's the case, I could see Lorca either dying or staying behind. Um, He clearly is is not in a rush to get back, but he does seem to be sincere in his efforts in getting back the cloaking data from the Klingon ships back to Starfleet. So if Discovery gets home, um, that would kind of... Be the end of Vok and Lorel. Uh, I really don't see how their story could continue if they get back to the regular universe and Starfleet. Um, you know, they're obviously war criminals, and I think they're just good. They would just be turned over, and then that would be the last we would see of them. It would also be in the end of Lorca. He would have to give up his command based on Admiral Cornwell's uh, previous comments. Stamets wouldn't doesn't want to be uh, the Spore Drive anymore, so he would kind of be. Off the ship, and then we would probably see Burnham go back to prison as well. And I, I don't, I think that kind of gets rid of too much of the cast. So <clears throat> as we go forward, I, I think that um, it's less and less likely that they actually are able to make it back to the their original universe, um, which leads me to believe that season two will actually see the discovery travel between universes uh, and kind of searching for a way home, like echoing a little Voyager. Um, and I think this ends up being the best way to keep the the cast intact, as it is. Uh, I still think we'll lose another major character before season's end, but um, it, it, it's it seems to be the most exciting way to keep this this story going because we obviously have not ever heard of uh, the sport technology or the discovery in any previous shows, and I think technology like that is something you would have. You would know about. So that about does it for this week. Uh, I know this is a very short episode, and uh, hopefully, next week when we have Matt back, um, we will have a little bit more more content for you. So until then, uh, this is Engineer Brian signing off, and live long and prosper.